What's up, Dreadheads? I'm John. And I'm Jay. And welcome to a brand new episode of Fright Flick Fuck, Mary Kill, where we watch the horror movies and rate them based on if we want to fuck them, marry them, or kill them. And this week, we are doing the highly anticipated Terrifier 2. Uh, one, Yes, yes, 2 and fucking hell is it double the trouble of the first one. Oh, uh, yes. And, and almost double the runtime too. And believe me, they fill it up. Um, so again, just for anyone who's new here, be sure to check us out, spreadthedreadpodcast.com. You go to that website, you're going to find links to YouTube and BitChute, where hopefully you're watching this, as well as all the podcasting apps. If you want to listen to the audio-only version of this or check out the main show, Spread the Dread, um, find it all right there. It's got links there to the store as well, our, uh, our merch store, donations, and all that good jazz. This was a long one. This is one of the longest yes. horror movies I can remember watching in recent histories. It came in at a uh, right around two hours, two and hours and eighteen minutes. Yeah, and uh, there's even a post credit scene. So yes. they 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 pretty much filled up that runtime. So let's get into Terrifier Two, everyone. Now, Terrifier Two is a 2022 just came out uh, American slasher film, written, directed, edited, produced. And uh, wait, I think I said directed. Yeah, written, directed, edited, and produced by Damien Leone. It's a sequel to Terrifier 2016, which we covered on last week's episode of Fright Flick, Fuck, Mary Kill. So if you haven't checked that one out, make sure you do so right after you finish watching this one. And again, spoilers. We talk about the movie. We're not here to fucking shield you yes. from any of this shit. So if you uh, were planning on watching it, you may want to stop now and then come back and pick it up once you've actually checked it out, which you can do on uh, Screenbox now, uh, the uh, the streaming app that is uh, provided by Bloody Disgusting, who are one of the main uh, distributors of this movie and everything like that. So in Terrifier 2, we get the return of... Um, My main Dave man, Art. Yes, Art <laughs> the Clown is fucking back with a vengeance. Uh, and re the returning cast is David Howard Thornton, who is just fucking screen gold as Art. And Samantha Scafidi, who uh, was, uh, what the fuck was her name? Was it Dawn or Vicky? Jesus, Victoria. why can't Victoria? It... Was it Victoria? Is that her name? In the first one? She was the only one who survived Terrifier 1. And if you've seen Terrifier 1, she's the uh, disfigured girl who yes. was doing uh, the, the news interview at the beginning of it. So that was, there... that was Victoria. Yes, yes. Okay, so they're back in this one. And, of course, uh, newcomers Lauren Levera, Elliot Fulham. Sarah Voigt, Kaylee Hyman, and Casey Harnett. Now, this story follows Art's resurrection and pursuit of Sienna Shaw, who is played by uh, Lavera, and her younger brother, Jonathan, who's played by Fulham, uh, on Halloween night. And it is a year, it takes place a year exactly after the first film. And they do a good job kind of tying that in yes. there uh, and hearkening back to the opening scene where uh, Art is watching that interview that's going down of uh, the, the victim, Victoria, who fucking made it through there. Uh, now, a little bit of a uh, history on this one. Leon spent three months actually writing a character-driven screenplay, which is very apparent uh, compared to Terrifier 1. Uh, and he actually launched an Indiegogo campaign with a $50,000 goal uh, to help finish up financing it. Uh, the campaign was a huge success. I remember when that was going on, actually did over 430% higher than what he asked uh, with a little over 250,000 in donations. Now, to keep in mind, Terrifier 1 was made for around 100K. So you and you, and you can see the money on the screen in this one, and it's, it's used properly. Uh, the filming of this, now Terrifier 1 came out in 2016. 
This one came out in 2022. Of course, it was a victim of the lockdowns and all that shit with COVID. Uh, so it had kind of uh, halted midway through actually 2020. So we should have been getting this about two years earlier. Um, the film had its world premiere at the Fright Fest uh, in August 29th of this year and was actually theatrically released uncut uh, on October 6th, uh, becoming a sleeper hit. And it's currently uh, grossed close to million. Yeah, I was going to say. And then I, you know. It, 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 it's been increasing its screen. It originally had, I think, like only like five or 600, maybe 800 at a push. Uh, and as of last weekend, Halloween weekend, it was in over 1,500 screens. Uh, and yeah, and it's, it's, it's going to end up hitting probably 10 mil before it's out of the box office. So. That, just, that just proves that there's a lot of you sick fucks out there just like us. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, last, last week, it expanded into Canada. So for all the Canuck fucks out there, they yeah. were enjoying it, dude, too. Now, uh, the the violent, gory sequences actually allegedly uh, led to some emergency services having to be called uh, for some of the viewers fainting and vomiting. And I know a lot of people, especially like us, were like, well, what the fuck did you expect? Yeah. But it's it's different when you're going to a movie theater, especially for horror people. They, they always want to bring a friend and shit like that. And I'm going to tell you what, if you saw Terrifier 1, Terrifier 2 is a different fucking beast when it comes it to the is. kills. It is. It, so I, after watching it and I, I, what you watched it like only a day or two ago, I just got to watch it last night. Yeah. I, uh, I watched it. I started it one day and pretty much got all the way through it. Then came back and did it again yesterday. Right. So I can't get enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, I would actually say, I mean, and not to give away our review. No, yeah, no, uh, not, but, yet, not yet. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely re, uh, would uh, lend itself more to multiple viewings than the first one. The first one, first one's pretty cut and dry. This one gets a lot. It's got a lot more going on. Uh, the, the reviews were actually pretty positive. I think it has a positive on Metacritic. I'm pretty sure it's at a fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. So again, proving there is an appetite for this shit out there mm -hmm. and people do like seeing it on the big screen. So now we always use three criteria. We're going to talk about the story, the cast, and of course the fucking kills, which we know you all are waiting for. So Jay, let's, let's kick it off because I've talked to fuck enough. Uh, kind of talk about the story and what you liked about it. It's very different. Terrifier 1 is a bare fucking bones slasher flick. Very little backstory apart from that building scene in the beginning with the interviewer kind of just talking about uh, what you're about to witness in Terrifier 1. That, that, uh, that interview takes place a year after actually the events of Terrifier 1. And when Art's watching all of that on TV, that is actually in the current timeline of Terrifier 2. But uh, yeah, talk a little bit about like what you kind of dug about the story because before because the slasher for a slasher film, this has a lot of story and build up and backstory and character building compared to most. Yeah, what I liked about it is that it it picked up right where Terrifier One left off. Oh yeah, like it lets you see you know Art in the morgue when he came back to life or whatever, and it picked it right that back up because when it went off, you kind of like damn. And I was hoping when they did the second one that they would finish that and they did right. and then it took place then the rest of the movie literally took place the day of that news report where the where she smashed that lady's face in yeah yeah she she killed the yes. woman that night and everything yeah. takes place the, the following day so that it harkens yep. back to that and, and when the interviewer is talking to her she's like oh well you know they, they say that, that the body's no longer at the morgue and terrifier 2 opens with art leaving the morgue leaving the morgue yes and so that that I like the story in this one is what I liked about it a lot is that it gave a lot more character kind of build up 
Right, you know, absolutely. Like for this one, you had enough time with these characters to kind of have some feels for them. You yes. know, you might kind of be like, yeah, I kind of like that one. Where the first one, they weren't around long enough. No. Art was hacking them up, you know. But this one, he did so good at having characters where you had enough time to 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 watch them and get to know them and then kind of be like, I almost feel bad for some <laughs> of them when 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 the time comes. Right. You know? There was a few where I was like, when I knew it was, it was, it, they, you know, when, when art gets on screen with people, like they don't fucking make it I, yeah. 99 times out of a hundred. Yes. And so when I would see certain characters, I was like, oh, fuck, like, God damn it. I was hoping maybe he, they wouldn't cross paths and, and they do. But, and that's all, you know, a big credit to Damien Leone. It's, it's surprising because he wrote Terrifier one to see how capable of a writer he is with this, particularly yeah. with a slasher. And for this one, I like that. You know, in the first one, you're kind of watching it like he just shot himself in the head. How was he still alive? So right. this one kind of lets you see that it's something else. Art yeah. is not just a human. It's something no. that's over art. And so it lets you, it kind of leads you into that. And it starts answering some of those questions that, like I had in the first one when he shot himself in the head and then wakes back up again. You know, I right. like that about yeah, yeah, and especially like when it comes to like like even the Halloween series where eventually they they killed quote killed Michael Myers in such ways where you're like there's no fucking way he'd come back because they didn't really give it a supernatural element. This one kicks off letting you know, yeah, yeah, Art has a human body, but Art is not fucking human, uh, which is good because clearly yeah. with the success of this and the ending of this, they're planning for more and more of these, and it's and it's just going to make it a lot easier to be like, okay, yeah, there is a body, there is a a shell that is Art the Clown, but he is not fucking no. human. No, I liked it. Yep. And what about, I, what about you? What about you? What something like the story that flowed? Well, you? yeah, yeah. I mean, my my biggest thing was you know uh, obviously going into it uh, and being a horror fan, knowing it was a slasher, uh, the, the the two hour plus runtime, I was like, either there's going to be a shitload of stuff they could have cut out. Or it's just going to be like just balls to the walls, murder constantly. And it was neither of those. No, it was. I did not anticipate that. Oh, it's it's going to have this runtime because there's actually a pretty decently complex yeah. story for a slasher going on. And I will say that they they don't they don't spend so much time. They 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 do a nice job of breaking it up where Art encounters different people before he mm -hmm. ultimately gets to the Shaw family. Uh, to Sienna, who is obviously the final girl in this as, as it goes. Um, so I was very surprised and I was actually uh, telling Joe while watching it. I was like, uh, they're really building this fucking family. Like they're building yeah. the backstory and, and there's some other stuff going on. Of course, with the Shaw's, you got the mother and, and, and Sienna and Jonathan, uh, the father is somehow connected some way with art and yeah. Clearly, they're leaving something for Terrifier 3. I yeah. will go ahead and tell everyone that. If you're expecting for when you're like, okay, well, what's up with the dad and stuff like that? He committed suicide. He he, he had like a thing. What was it? Like, like a brain, brain tumor. Yeah, brain tumor uh, and was just acting weird and shit. Um, and, and so if you're, if you're thinking like, okay, like is the dad art or something like this? The answers do not come in Terrifier 2. Mm -hmm. and, and I hope and I, I would imagine that they're, they're, they're going to be there for Terrifier 3. but. Yeah, they did a great job of building up the family dynamic, showing what was going on, and really building up Sienna. Is it Sienna or Sierra? I don't want to fucking keep up. Uh, it is Sienna. It's Sienna. Yeah, there we go. Okay, there we go. I, I, they did a great job of building her up as a final girl that you actually care 
if she fucking survives. Yeah. Um, and that was the whole thing was that like, uh, and I guess this is a good way to segue into the cast uh, now, because I, I mean, honestly, there was very few characters that I just, I mean, obviously I wanted to see art kill. That's what you're oh, going to yes. watch this for is to see how fucking gross. And we, we will get to that. But there was, I don't, I can't really remember a single character where I was like, good. Thank God he fucking killed them and got them out of the fucking way, which is very rare for a slasher. Like, I, I mean, of course, there's characters who aren't in it that often that are side characters to two side characters even. But I, I, none of them fucking annoyed me. The acting, I thought the acting in Terrifier 1 was pretty good to begin with, especially for that budget. Top notch here. Uh, I, yeah, of course, we got to talk about David Howard Thornton. This dude is just a, if you liked him as art in part one, he blows that performance out. He took it up a whole nother level. Oh yeah. You could tell he was having a fucking blast getting to do this. And of course with his like circus training, I think he's got like some mime and clown stuff, dude. It is so full on display here. And Um, it was in for the story. There's actually parts where I'm laughing. Yes. art, Art has a way of being silly. Yes. You know, with his, facial expressions the little things he would do you know and i'm sitting there laughing at it like it had moments in the movie where you're i'm laughing right like right in the middle of someone getting brutalized he will make a face or something and like you sit there and giggle and you're like what the fuck is wrong with me (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah uh, again lauren lavera was awesome as sienna she didn't get on my fucking nerves no no it wasn't one of those instances where uh, they made her like overpowered or anything like that. When she fought back, it made fucking sense. Uh, she, she does survive, but he fucking beats the up. piss out of that fucking girl, which I liked. And I was, it was really cool. I, I, I learned this, uh, Lauren Lavera is actually a trained martial artist and did all of her own stunts in own this stunts. movie. And so she I'm got kind of thrown around quite quite a bit. So kudos dude, to her. Oh yeah. Once they're at that fucking fun house at the carnival yeah. at the end, dude, art, Seems like, you know, especially once she finally starts whooping up on him a little bit and he gets the upper hand back, he's not even interested in getting her, like killing her that quick. He, you could tell like in his face, like, bitch, fuck you. Like now, now you really going to get yeah, it. He goes at it. Uh, we both agreed. Sarah Voigt. We love the fucking mom. Oh my God. Yeah. She, she, and, and she actually, and Damien did a great job and she's great. She's flawed as fuck. You could tell she oh, loves yes. the kids. She's but you know very, what? It, you know what ahead. it comes across as though her as a mom. And I feel like there's moms out there that probably sit around wishing that they could could be that way. I feel like, you know, sometimes we say shit that <laughs> people are thinking. Like when I say, I say it because you're thinking it. I'm just right. not afraid to say it. She's yeah. that type of mom that is not afraid to be that way. But there's a lot of parents out there that wish that you could just haul off and slap the shit out of your kids sometime. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, and I mean, and she was doing it, I mean, depending on everyone's fucking woke-ass fucking sensitive oh. fucking opinion. But like, I mean, it's not like she was a bitch. I mean, you're dealing with the mom. uh, The dad hasn't that long ago committed suicide. I forget if it gave an exact timeline, but it's not been very long. So she's dealing with that. Now she's a single mom of two. And, you know, she's teenagers. Yes. And she's got them, you know, doing, you know, doing shit that is kind of, you know, fucking aggravating. And she's losing her cool, but in a complete mom way. Yeah. And she's able to pull it back. And I. Honestly, I think we both said that that was the one kill that we hated seeing the most because yeah, we yeah. love the fucking mother. I like the mom. Yeah. And luckily she, she got it the easiest out of all of it. So I do appreciate art. If you're listening, thank you. Thank you. Thank for you. Taking care of mama. Yeah. 
thank you for just making it quick. Uh, and obviously he had some fun playing with the body afterwards, but we'll get to oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elliot Fulham played Jonathan. Uh, he was my weakest performer for this. Yeah, same uh, here. He 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 had scenes where he was great, but then yep. when it got to a lot of the horror reaction scenes, he was a little stiff on that. But it, it's it's not that bad. I mean, he's he's definitely still very good for a child yep. actor of that age. Uh, he had an insanely long neck. I don't oh know if you God. noticed that. Yes, I did, and I mentioned <laughs> I was going to bring. I'm glad you brought it up because there's a couple scenes where he's like it, the camera hits him just right, and I'm sitting there watching it. And it reminds me of that dude on TikTok that's got that super long neck, little white boy wanna be gangster. <laughs> and I, I was like, holy shit, that dude's got a neck on him. <laughs> I kept, I kept uh at one time I, when Art's got his hands around his throat, I would literally I was like, Art, you're not ready for that job. Like no. I yelled that out in the living room and Joe was laughing because I was like, look at his neck. I was like, it's gonna take him forever to strangle this fucking kid. Yeah, there's like so much to cover. Like, what part do you squeeze? Right. Uh, <laughs> and then an unsung cast member here and the one of the best child actors, and she didn't have much to do. Oh. But Amelia McLean stole the scene every time she was on as the little pale girl. The little I'm pale sure, girl, and that's all they kind of went. That's all I know her as is the little pale girl, right? And it seems like she seems to be kind of almost like a spiritual link. For she was art. one of the girls that that yeah that, he that yeah he, he killed. killed her. It's uh, but but I, he killed her prior to even Terrifier yes, one. Yes, like um yeah. and. Jesus, when she first shows up at that fucking laundry mat, yeah. my fucking skin crawled. I was like, because I don't she like creepy. I don't like creepy kids to begin with. Like yeah. they're the creepiest shit like in the world. And and she is just as fucking sadistic oh, and yes. fucked up as like, art Art's Ar got that creepy kind of cool look. She had that that like scary, like like right. Oh, she was just creepy. And no, like, yeah, said, yeah. Like she, you said, so good. Like I love. When she came on there, she sold that and like just like art didn't have to say a word the whole fucking movie, right? But so just creepy. And I, th and I thought she was real, and then when she starts doing the yeah. patty cake thing in the, the laundry mat, and yep. he's sitting there doing it like completely naked because he's got to wash all the blood off of his costume, so he's just sitting asshole fucking naked in a yeah. laundry mat playing patty cake with nothing. And I was like, oh okay, like so she she's kind of represents I think maybe a connection to whatever evil entity mm -hmm. takes him over. But yeah, top notch all those ones that mentioned. And again, if, if Elliot Fulham happens to listen to this, I think he's going to be fine. There was just a couple oh, of yeah. stiff scenes, especially the reactions. Yeah. And in this movie, while we get to the kills, you had to have a lot of reaction shots because art, apart from that one kill to the mom, he does not go fucking slow or fucking quick with any of it. And no. All right. So all right, dreadheads, this is what you want. Let's talk about the fucking kills. The Jay. Fucking killing. Talk about some of your favorite kills from this movie because almost all of them could have made the list, yes. but there were just a handful that were so goddamn extreme that yep. I uh, go ahead. There was it, for me a lot of the murders in this one. He just had this more evil, just kind of pissed off way about him. Oh but yeah. Then at the same time, having fun at the same time. Yes. You know, but for me, the number one. It's the damn old girl in Allie. Sienna's in the bedroom. Best friend Allie in the bedroom. And that right. is the scene that yes. most people most were people reporting about the fainting and the sick. And, yep. and honestly, as someone who we watch fucked up shit, once I saw this, I, I was like, okay, there may be some truth to that shit. Because if, if someone just took a normal horror loving friend mm -hmm. to the theater and saw that, that is another fucking yep. level of shit that he does because it is a long, drawn it's out long, sequence. Yeah. 
It is fucking brutal. It involves her mom coming in during art doing it. So what he starts by just, he's just slicing her up. He scalps her. He chases her down. Yeah. And then just, uh, it takes the scalps her first. Yeah. Takes that off of her. Then he's like, suck fucking just slicing her back up. I mean, just slicing her all to bits, like ends up like ripping. And in this one, he, he displays a lot more supernatural power. Yeah. Uh, for instance, where he was like ripping arms ripping off, arms, yeah. rips like half the face off. Then he goes and disappears and she's crawling. See, uh, Sienna's calling her. She's trying to get to the phone. And then Art busts back in, holding a, a goddamn bottle of bleach and some fucking salt, salt and yeah. rains it on this girl. And then finally it cuts away. And I'm like, okay. And then it comes to the mom coming home and uh, 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 Allie's mom coming home and you figure, okay, she's going to go upstairs. She's going to find just a fucking bloodbath. Yeah. yeah bloodbath everywhere. No, she comes home and Allie's propped up in the bed and art is still playing and dissecting this chick. And the mom is wigging out. Art's doing those facial expressions like, yeah. and shit like that. And which is again, I'm laughing while she's yeah. screaming. It's fucked up. Everything's fucked up. And then, Allie fucking turns her head, looks at her mom with half her face ripped off and the teeth hanging out, looking like a fucked up two face from fucking Dark Knight, and says, Mama. Yeah, says and Mama. Dude, when that happened, I literally went, Oh no. I was like, God yes. damn it, she's been alive this whole fucking time. She's still feeling this shit. That whole that whole kill scene, and and I love that type of stuff. Right. But it went further because at one point I'm just like, all right, it's done. Right. And then art, art just keeps going. I'm just like, holy shit. And this is, he held nothing back. And like, I agree with you. I could see how the average, you know, horror fan that likes the little Netflix type stuff and some of that basic stuff. Even I if you're into some, basic slashers, even if you're yeah. like, oh, I like the Halloween movies. You're like, yeah, this is no. not fucking it. And so I could see how people could have gotten up, upset and sick watching it <laughs> oh absolutely uh and then of course we don't see him kill ali's mother yeah and i was sitting there, i was like i was like oh i guess we're not gonna i figured you know we're gonna see him kill it it's no something. so art, so art is occupying the house again it's halloween night and suddenly there's trick-or-treaters art comes out completely soaked in blood of course it's halloween and he's using Allie's mom's severed fucking head and has removed her brains and using it as a fucking candy dish. Well, he got the candy, letting the kids get their candy. And then one kid's like, oh, it's sticky. it's sticky. And she's like, it's just fake blood. Don't yeah, worry about it. And the best part was when that little chubby kid tries to get more than one. And, and he slaps his hand and goes <laughs> like that. Now, dude, and that's the thing. is like he's holding a severed head from a scene that was so fucking terrible. And then I'm fucking dying I'm laughing. laughing. Yes, I'm because it's it. fucking hilarious. And I don't yep. even I hate clowns. I hate clowns yep. in real life. If you watch this and you clown for a fucking hobby, I don't like you. I probably don't like you as a person. They find it creepy. This is like the first clown that's actually made me fucking laugh. And he's doing it with a severed head in there. So what was a couple of other kills in there? Because obviously the bedroom scene is the stealer. But oh, that does not stealer. mean it's that does not mean it's the only good kill in this. There's another one where I caught myself laughing a lot. And that is the the clown cafe. Oh. Toward the beginning, where they're they're singing about the clown cafe, and, and that's, a, that's a dream that Sienna's yeah, having. Sienna's having, and yeah. it kind of gave you that little like nightmare on Elm Street, where Freddy's comes yes. into your dreams, and she's having a dream with Art in this little. It's just cafe it looks like the, it looks like the set of like a children's public yeah, like a access children's, show. Yes. 
and the clown cafe is like a food van and there's that commercial people may have seen it with the art crispies the commercials and stuff that's got and there's a song going the whole time the song is so catchy it really fucking is i've hummed it many times (laughs) yes and then like the whole time too like the cereal that has like razor blades and bugs in it and i'm sitting there and i'm like i really wish they would make that cereal not obviously edible but I would love to have that box. Like, I hope they, yeah. if you guys want some more of my money, fucking make a, a fake cereal box of Art Krispies. I want it on my fucking shelf. And then another, the, the part that was once again funny in this is, you know, he comes in and he's like, nice. He's like handing out candy to the, these are like kind of He's the star kids. of the show. Yeah, he's he's like, show. yeah, like if it was Barney, he's fucking Barney yeah. in this fucking dream. And he comes in and he's handing out like suckers and candy apples. But then to Sienna, he gives her a box. <laughs> and she opens it up and it's like a, a heart. And yeah, then, like swimming in black goo yeah. and shit. It's gnarly. And then I'm sitting there going, I right, art's about to start, you know, killing some folk, thinking that he's gonna do the normal art, shit. art thing. Yeah. yeah. But next thing I know, Art's got a fucking Tommy gun <laughs> and he's mowing down everybody on the set. <laughs> yeah, but he does save the flamethrower. To yeah, like the, the poor clown girl who's been playing banjo and yep. singing his theme song the whole time just lights her on fucking fire with yep. that. And, you know, and Sienna, obviously, this is a this is a dream sequence. But, yeah, that scene right there, if you uh, it's probably just as uh, catchy as uh, if you've ever watched Halloween three season of the witch, the uh, the shamrock, the mask commercial that has the little jingle. Like I, the whole time today, I've just been having little barbs of it coming up and me like that at the clown cafe, like you shit yeah. like that. And, um, the third one, the third yeah. one real quick is the one of what the ones that make me kind of draw up and just kind of feel bad is when old boy, it was, I forget her best friend, Allie, not Allie, the other one. Uh, Brooke. 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 Yeah, Brooke. Yeah. They go out Brooke's and party. Boyfriend. Brooke slips her some fucking Molly. Yep. They're at a party. And yeah, they get lured to the carnival without spoiling too much. Yep. He goes out to fuck, take a piss. And, and then Art, Art shows up, and Art just let, straight up stabs him in the dick. And then when I don't he know like, how many times he stabs him times. in his dick. Yeah, and, and but then, not enough to sever it. No, he waits to just literally pull it, and it like gives you the close up where Art grabs his dick and just pulls it, and it like and, snaps loose. Yeah, and you can see like all the like I, I don't know anatomy if Joe was on the show, but you know like the tubes and shit like yep. that you would piss through. I guess your urethra and all that just comes right out with it and. Fuck, I was sitting there like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's those moments he made you just kind of draw up and just like, yeah, and then wonder. he just like, and then Brooks in the car and he just smashes dude's the, fucking dick yeah. on the window and it's like doing yep. like that. Uh, and then I did like uh, when he actually finally gets Brooke. Brooke is could be the annoying friend, but she didn't really annoy yeah. me. No, no, uh, not bad. No. Uh, she would be the one I would say most likely in this movie you may enjoy getting to see her kill, but she goes out like a badass. She oh, fucking yeah. fights as much as she can. Uh, and then when he left the morgue, he had stole some acid and fucking throws that in her face and it's eating it off. And I had read something about that acid that it's like one of the most potent acids that are like available to not for public to have, but just in general. And that like if he hadn't killed her, like it would have eventually ate through every fucking thing and killed her. But she goes down and dude fucking caves her chest. Oh, the whole in, chest in fucking mashes it to pieces, rips out her still beating heart. And fucking takes and a nice takes bite, a bite. takes a bite of it. Yeah, which again I think leads further to the fact that he is he is an entity. Yeah. Art is a body, but there is something in there. And I don't want to really spoil the ending because honestly, the ending's hard to spoil because it gets really into that realm of the spiritual aspect yeah. of it, not in a religious sense. 
Um, and I will say before we get to the ratings, but let's let's do the ratings real quick. Okay. Um, so uh, Jay, are you gonna fuck this, marry this, or kill it? I'm going to marry this one. Okay, I'm so I, I don't think that's a surprise. Nope. I will say this. I'm going to marry it with a slight caveat solely because there is a lot of shit that's left unanswered. Mm-hmm. And as I will say this, it's a Mary for me, and it's a solid Mary. In the event that Damian Leon does not fucking get this shit, not necessarily wrapped up, but explains a few of the things he left hanging in part three, it could go down to a fuck solely because not that the movie's bad, but because he built so much of that story up. I really mm-hmm. hope he has an ending in mind, not for the series, but at least to figure out what where the father came from. Right. Yeah. Where the father actually mm-hmm. uh, fits into all this. At the end, Art is dead. He's way fucking deader than he was in the movie. Then there's a post credit scene that I, I, we won't spoil that one. Um, okay, just but it, make sure you, you yeah. scroll through the credits, get to the end of it. Absolutely. Watch the post credit scene. It's going to yes. leave. It's going to leave more questions than answers, oh, definitely. but it is fucking great. And it's really it's fucked good. up. And you got a cameo <laughs> by uh, Chris Jericho, the wrestler in there. Um, yeah. I, like I said, I, I fucking loved it. I don't, I know a lot of people were complaining about the runtime. I feel like it was well used. Uh, you don't, to, I didn't, you don't, for me, I didn't feel two hours and 18 minutes because no. it had been different if it was just been two hours of, art killing art killing art killing but there yeah. was enough gap in between the killing and in between showing art to where it gave you a story it gave you it had you sitting there trying to figure out well what about this well why is this happening yeah. well, who is this and so you, you it builds that part up and so for me i it did not feel like two hours and 18 minutes because no, I it, like it, it was paced was well. very well yes. yeah it was paced very well between the kills um and, and honestly i think for maybe if it if anything dragged a little bit for me, it was the ending, mostly just to figure out, okay, what the fuck is happening now? Because it takes a sharp left turn, mm-hmm. and that's where I say I'm okay with it, but, and, I, and I know that I, I, I have hope that everything's going to be explained better in Terrifier 3, uh, which is the only, like I said, caveat I have there. But it's an absolute fucking banger. It is, if you can find it in theaters, go do it. Uh, the Blu-ray and 4K are available for pre-order now at Amazon, Walmart, Best Buy, all of that shit. I believe it's supposed to come out before end of year on Blu-ray. Uh, or for five bucks, you could fucking get a month thing on Screenbox and watch it right there like we did. That's uh, what which, I did. Yeah, and I would recommend, I mean, before even spending move- money at the movies or buying it, you get a lot cheaper, pay five bucks for one month and watch it on Screenbox right now. And they have Terrifier 1 on there. So if you haven't seen either one of them, we would marry both of them. So we can't fucking recommend it enough. But uh, yeah, that's going to wrap up our review of Terrifier 2. It lives up to the fucking hype and it really sets. I hope Damien Leone has a lot in his uh, a lot of uh, a lot of ammunition loaded for part three because he's he's definitely got a, a, some big clown shoes to fill now. And I hope and I hope that Mr. Thornton. <laughs> Signs long term. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah this, I, he better he better do take the Robert Anglin route. Like he yes. needs to play Art the Clown until he's too fucking old to do it. Because he and, is and realistically, just for me, um, the ones who are still alive and going to carry over to the to the third, mm-hmm. I'm happy with those. You yeah, know, I'm happy with the ones that are are moving on to the next one. I want the same little pale girl to come back. You know, oh god that, the little pale girl creepy. yes please more yes. of her you can't give us too much of her i promise yeah, I, you that because there's so much that he kind of leaves in the end hanging 
mm-hmm. that you're just like, holy shit, I want the third one now. I I want to know yeah. all these little pieces to right. be filled in. So I'm I'm just I'm ready for the third one. Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I hope I know it. It was about two years delayed because of the COVID shit. But uh, even then, it was almost a four-year wait. Again, that was mm-hmm. financing and stuff. And this was obviously a giant jump for him. I don't think he's going to have any problem getting the funding for part three with how this fucker's been doing. Uh, if, if it's going to make almost 10 mil at the box office before it's gone, uh, it's probably going to do double, triple. Well, yeah, at least double that probably in DVD, Blu-ray DVD. sales and shit like that. I'm sure Screenbox has gotten way more subscribers than they could. You, you tried to watch it when it debuted on Halloween night and you had to stop because the servers oh, were yeah. just fucked over there. You said it, it kept just, freezing and stuff. Yeah, it was like it was just overwhelmed with yep, you could yep. tell that people were trying to watch it. So. Yep. So there you go, guys. For the fuck Mary Kill of Terrifier 2, we would both marry it. We'd fuck it a lot. We would show it off to our friends. And uh, yeah, we would probably even jack off to pictures of it, even though after we'd been married to it for a few, a few, you know, 10 or so years or no, it would be a very lovely fucking marriage to Terrifier 2. Again, don't forget, we've uh, done two previous ones of this one Terrifier 1 and The House That Jack Built. You can check out the videos of those on YouTube and BitChute. Or you can visit spreadthedreadpodcast.com and find links to all the places you can listen to the audio only. Uh, Jay, one more time, your IG, where can they follow you for all your fucked up memes and to check out when you do your uh, official iRacing streams for the Spread the Dread car? CJ Rawlings, uh, CJ Rawlings69. That's my Instagram. Yep. And um, before I go, I just want to say, just so you go to bed with this on your head, Food's a little funny at the Clown Cafe. Absolutely, <laughs> and I can't think of a better way of closing it out. So we'll do it like normal and say, "I'm John and I'm Jay." And no matter if you want to fuck it, marry it, or kill it, when you're watching a horror movie, remember the wise the wise words of Randy from Scream. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. <laughs>